Thanks for listening to this episode of Tito's in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, it is a freelance snack size episode. If you're a friend of freelance wrestling, you've probably heard many of these that we've done. We've probably done a, a crap ton of these. I, yeah, I say? think we've done a full full year, at least. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. At least. Uh, so Get Over or Die Trying is the last show that took place. took place on Friday, August 16th, 2019. Thanks for putting the date in the agenda. Of course. And... So we're going to talk about a little bit about that, and then I want to believe, which is happening September twentieth, twenty nineteen, at the LSA Local Square Auditorium. That's and, right. Uh, another match was just announced for that, but we can save that until. Oh, I don't have upcoming matches, but I'll leave that up to you. Yeah, I will just scroll to Twitter <laughs> when the time comes. How you doing, Chris? Doing good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anything uh, new? Not a whole lot. Uh, just been taking it easy. Uh, we have some Michael of Ultras today. I don't know if you would like one. <laughs> yes. What did uh, you call them? Michael Michelob? Ultras? Yeah. Yeah. What are they uh, called? Michelob. Most people say Michelob, but hey. hey uh, my side of town. If your name's Mike, you call it Michelob. <laughs> uh, cheers. Cheers. So, yeah, are you, are you, you're drinking this because you're uh, watching yeah, your I'm figure. Still, your yeah. girlish figure, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to, you know. Get get ready for this summer. <laughs> get ready for next summer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, no hibernation. You're supposed to go when it's the winter. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're right. Get ready for next summer. So yeah, well, I need more time. When people start talking about like, oh, let's get summer bodies ready. Like, yeah, I'm I'm late in the game at that oh, point. Oh yeah, I don't think <laughs> I'll ever have a summer body. But um, this is still like this is still like like chubby guy sweatshirt weather that's what the yeah, fall is I'm, I'm ready for it though yeah i was i was oh, excited a couple yeah. what i think monday is like okay hoodie season starting but then what was it uh wednesday and or tuesday and wednesday it was like super hot like super reached hot the fire. 90 i think we reached 95 oh my god it's been I, i'm not complaining either I, i'm not but i like i definitely got caught off guard that's for sure let me scroll to a meme have you seen this meme? The eleven seasons of Chicago. Uh, I'm sure there's very various versions of that. Yeah. So the one we're in now is called Second Summer. It lasts one week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in this case, probably a little bit more. Probably all of August was was well, still summer, but like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess we're in a September. So anything in September has been Second Summer. I'm I'm ready some bon- for some uh, bonfires, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll know when do we have that that brisk Sunday afternoon where the bears are playing and still nipply out. That's when you'll know. So here are the 11 seasons. Winter, full spring, second winter, spring of deception, third winter. (laughs) This is my favorite. Mud season. (laughs) That one got me. Actual spring, summer, false fall, second summer, which is when we're in now, and then actual fall. That sounds accurate. Yeah, so actual fall will come soon that's hoodie weather mm-hmm. and then we'll head into winter um but yeah uh yeah the, it's still nice i'm going to denver this weekend 
to watch the Bears play. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got a friend out there, and it's going to be like 89. 89. 89 in Denver watching a football game. That just doesn't feel right to me. I feel like I should be like layering up. Yeah, well, but I, mean, I don't know. Hey, I, it's good weather. Enjoy it while we can. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's pretty much it because... It could be cold pretty soon. Apparently, this winter is also going to be like brutal, right? Like that's that's what they say. Wasn't last one brutal? Uh, yeah, we had that polar vortex yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and apparently, I mean, they're always threatening us with like, oh, be careful because this winter is going to be worse than the last one. Doesn't but. it feel like all the seasons have like shift back like a month? Like you just took the whole like everything just like shifts a month yeah. back now. Mm-hmm. So like. You know, yeah. I don't know. We're going to be wearing winter jackets in May soon. Yeah, exactly. Everything's <laughs> just keep shifting to the right. Right. Until yeah. it all resets again. Yeah. <laughs> um, bro, so this Get Over or Die Trying, it was uh, Freelance's 50th show. Yeah, man. I only heard one 50 Cent song while I was watching the pro. I wasn't there. I watched mm-hmm. it. I watched it back. IWTV. Use um, promo code freelance. Use promo code freelance for twenty days, and I only heard one Fifty Cent song. We'll talk about that because someone came out to it. Did were they playing Fifty Cent like during when you were walking in and stuff? Uh, you know, I didn't pay attention. They yeah. could have, but you know, I can't say. There was no go go go, go uh, shorty shorty. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't it sounded know. Sounded really white there. <laughs> um, okay, well, if they didn't, that's disappointing. Yeah, the, this was their chance to to hype up the 50th show. Yeah, I and mean, the, and, and the rap we grew up on is so much better than the rap nowadays. And and the poster also had that look and feel. The, I thought the poster was great. Yeah, it was just like the cover of the album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you want to get started? You want to go through this card? Sure, uh, lead me, guide me. 50, 50 shows is really cool. 50 shows way. is good. It's a huge accomplishment. And, you know, we always talk about the growth and progress of freelance. Yep. And Nick's got a tattoo. He got. Oh, he got Sarah the Sarah's drawing, logo. right? Yeah. Yep. It's freelance logo, but Sarah drew it. Sarah drew it. And it's got and like a cute, cuddly face. Now you can get those. They, uh, they have t shirts. Mm-hmm. You've seen them. And then, like, I like the fact that it's not the big logo like freelance, it's just a small logo by, like, your titty is yeah <laughs> <laughs> by word like a normal it's like not t-shirt pocket would be right, yeah it's, right. it looks where our titties dope. would be yeah <laughs> current man, our current man boobs yeah. right uh yeah so this show started with a seven man scramble bdm bnd oh bdm yeah that's uh sorry my, you my can google tell searches <laughs> yeah. isn't it B- you know it has bmd right there on the agenda it does <laughs> and i wrote it <laughs> We're off to a hot start. Yep. Uh, BMD versus Will Alday, mm-hmm. who I got to see him the following day at Freelance Underground as well. And I really, got to see him the following all day. Yeah, all mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I, I became a fan of him instantly. Um, Cody Lane versus Cam Cole versus Chris Logan versus Gringo Loco versus Anton... Alexiev. Alexiev. Right. This is the guy with the with the vest, right? Yeah. He or the jacket. Like, Was it a vest or a jacket? Right. Yeah, no, uh, he had a jacket, but a furry he, does, jacket. he has both. Fur That's jacket. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, trying to, yeah, and then he went, tried to go into like full low key. Yeah. Mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, starting off with a, with a scramble, I think is the way to go. It's a true staple for freelance. I know 
sometimes they steer away from that, but it just feels right when, when they kick it off like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, this is Gringo Loco's, Gringo Loco, I'm skipping ahead. I don't know if you sure, might. No, 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 no. Go for it. On the bullet points that we have here. Gringo Loco, they said he picked up his fifth scramble win. And yeah. he's like growing his hair and his beard out. Um, he looks like scruffy. Yeah, he does. I told him, like, is the barber out of town? What's up? <laughs> he picked it up with a Avalanche Falcon Arrow, which I think is a really cool finisher. I know he's been using that. That's not, that's not new news. Um, but his fifth scramble win, to me, kind of feels like... He's he, a contender for the title. Kind of feel, Yeah, exa- I think like a uh, working man. I know there's a big, there's a cool few going on right now with like Elliot and Monix and Effie mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. Well, it's more like, it's more Elliot and Effie. And Monix and Isaiah's. But, um, yeah, man, I think I'm, I think we should write to our alderman <laughs> or just send a text. No. Just well, send mean, a text to you-know-who and be like, a freelance, legacy, freelance yeah. legacy shot, gringo. I mean, how many, how many matches like, do you got to win? Some would argue that, that the first legacy champion should have been gringo. Some, I think you picked him when that match happened. Yes. Yes. <laughs> By some, I mean me and others. Mm-hmm. Um but um, in the, so in this match, it was a, it's a little so again, it was a little weird. There was a weird kind of miscount by the ref. I was really enjoying the match until, right. until that happened. It threw me off. Like I couldn't get bit. back into it. Yeah, yeah. It's good. That's gonna happen. It, yeah, it's gonna happen from time to time. But I think if the outcome was gonna be the same, like you know, like Gringo picked up the win regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's probably know, why it was confusing for the ref. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but it, so reference going back to that reference of is the fifth scramble he wins, you know Space Monkey at some point was winning all these scrambles and he got a title shot. That's so, right. So, I mean, yeah, the legacy title's there, but so is the well as long as Ethan Page shows up. Yeah, the, title shot for Gringo. That'll be huge. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be down for that, it. and it's the local square auditorium, so why not? Right. Um. But yeah, so that that match was great, uh, and Gringo picks up the win again. Um, following match, uh, Alex Zane versus Robert Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Anthony comes out with the clown, uh, mm-hmm. and his gear is full of uh, Frank the Clown's face. Right, his tights are, you know, has the clown all over him, and I, I don't know. I don't know if the to me that I understand the heelish tactics behind that, but it's. Like, I don't know. I feel like it needs a little something more. Maybe just something fresh, new. Yeah, like, it's fine that Frank comes around. Like, that's cool. He's a heat magnet. and Yeah. But I feel like Robert Anthony's been a heel so long. It kind of feels like you don't really need him for people to hate you. So it's just like, I would like to see Frank. I guess that's true. Do something or. Maybe or, Frank could manage, like, someone else as well. Yeah. I don't know. Like, just be yeah. a manager or is he just, I guess he's strictly just with Robert Anthony. Or I, I, you know, eventually I feel like this this is gonna turn into at some point because I think uh, Frank the Clown cost him the match, right? So you don't know, you do know. No, I did. Wa- I did oh, okay. watch. Um, I get he. I guess you could say he did. He did cost him and the I match. Think yeah, it's the second time this happened, so it'll probably lead off into, you know. Frank getting his ass kicked. So True. that's always a good thing. True. It was most. It was. Mo- it was. There was. So Frank tried a distraction, and then Robert Anthony accidentally hit Frank instead of Zane. Mm-hmm. But really, what cost Robert Anthony the match was getting greedy because he went for that right. third, 
he went for that third. Um, what were they called? The did I did I write it down? Malahistro? No, not at all. I don't know the name of the move. He went for his third finisher. Yeah. And on the third one, Alexander countered with a crucifix pin, mm-hmm. and uh, to get the win. By the way, watching these, watching going to like Warrior Wrestling and then watching this back had my like time, like my time conundrum, like in in. Because I forgot oh, this, this took show place before, before Warrior, mm-hmm. but then I watched this show after Warrior, so I was like, but they didn't, they, that is cool that they mentioned that Frank was going to be there. At, and then I do love how Alex Zane loves Taco Bell. Yeah. And we love Taco Bell. He was built from the nearest Taco Bell drive through Yeah. And now I'm hungry for Taco Bell. What <laughs> if, like, I think it, we did bring Ethan Page Taco Bell, so I don't know if Alex Zane's going to be at the next show, but I feel like we should bring him, like... Some tacos some taco, or something. Some just, Taco Bell. We yeah. got to find out his order. We found out what uh, um, Ethan Page liked from Taco Bell. We did, but we didn't. Get, we just got him like a party pack, didn't we? Oh, that's right. A yeah. party pack with a... Because he was the second uh, bracket champion. Yeah, Ch- he's the second uh, buffet bracket champion. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do party pack for Alex Zane. And um, if I ever go to the show again, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever show up again to the Logan Square Auditorium, yeah, uh, I have. They have new floors. Have you seen them? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I you know. I think that's an idea. Maybe we bring Alex Zane because he is the sauce. Bring him some hot sauce from Taco Bell. Right. Bring him a party pack, and I uh, think that should be our thing. <laughs> so, uh, Zach in the commentators booth, he dropped a fun fact. That Dude, Zach was dropping great, like random ass one liners. He's really yeah. essential to that team. I'm not a huge fan of three person teams. But I feel they like he, make it work, yeah. he has his role in that. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their role in that commentator's booth, and they all do it very well. He pointed out that Robert Anthony was the first uh, opponent for the Velveteen Dream in a televised match. Yeah. that so, I Was that televised, or was that like... It was. Uh, oh, it was. It was done like before a takeover, right? And then yep, it was on the it next was week. It was the takeover Chicago here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did you go to that one? No, you didn't. No, I, went no. with a gym. I don't go to wrestling. We know this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> don't go to wrestling. Uh, I just watch it on yeah. streams. So, you know, aside of vaccine being booked everywhere, uh, you know, he definitely shows up and shows out. He did his, uh, I think, did you write the shooting star press here? Uh, was that A couple different spot? shooting star presses and a running 450. I've never seen like a running standing. I've seen like. Have you ever seen a standing 450? That's very rare. Just like you're standing oh, right, up right, right. and you do yeah, a yeah. flip. It, I, and the Hoos was like a running standing 450. And he also did like a couple shoot, different shooting star presses. Right. The, the nasty shooting star press was where I think uh, Robert Anthony was kind of bridged the, between the barricade and the, right. and the ring. He did one off the apron. Like, yeah. yeah. Like that shit has to hurt no matter if you're taking it or you're giving it. Like, Yeah. If you're taking it. Especially when you're taking it. it <laughs> yeah, hurts, hey. So. Right? I don't know. You know. You tell me. <laughs> uh, uh, the cleaning lady's outside. I can hear her with the bags. <laughs> she's coming. She's coming for us. Talking about she's coming for us. <laughs> the N-words come out after this match uh, just to get attacked by uh, by the following, who is a group that's led by Elena Black. Elena Black, yeah. So um, uh, I think Warbear and Pariah. And it, uh, did you know that Kaiju obviously is not a thing? Or they're not yeah. in promotion anymore? So what's cool is um, that they're gone. Damn, Charlie, like that. (laughs) (laughs) We never had a problem with Kaiju. We've never had a problem with them. 
we've heard stories. We're not going to get into it. But um, what's cool is that like this was a this was the following was what they did at Kaiju. Oh really? Correct? I had no idea. Yeah, the following the following was a gimmick they were doing at Kaiju. I thought this was. I thought the the following was uh, because of um, Bryce Benjamin's. No, it gimmick. is. He was doing it at Kaiju. That was oh, his Kaiju he, gimmick. Okay. Yeah. So, I thought he debuted Jesus that Bryce. at Freelance. What's up? I thought he debuted that new like mask outfit no. and everything. No. Well, it was a it was a Freelance debut. Yeah, debut. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he did it. He was doing it at Kaiju. Oh, okay. So, um, the I mean the only reason I know that is just from following them mm-hmm. on social and stuff, but. Um, so it's cool that because it seems like a cool gimmick. It's cool yeah, yeah. that they get to still do that mm-hmm. now on a bigger stage and and continue that. And it gives Elena Black a cool role to be in. And like she doesn't have to do the heavy lifting in the ring. She can have other people fucking take her out, and she can just look cool with her gothic stuff. And like I like it. I really like and the I, little coffins. Yeah, I like how this was like. Sometimes you don't need a full match to tell the story yet. Like maybe these two teams right. will wrestle in the future, but yeah, it was I'm cool. sure this is you know setting it up with and following that storyline of yeah, you know Bryce. Whether is he like not okay when he's with the following, or how does he get pulled away from the N words? Kind right. of right. They'll probably do an N words. Uh, Smarky Smart Fedora put mm-hmm. it on for a second. I could see like a N words versus following tag team match, and then G's and then Bryce turning on right Jazz. And then fully going into the following thing. Well, we'll see. Uh, I I like where that's going, so I'll just let it be and and take me for that. When this happened, there was a lot of there was a lot of matches that when they were kind of like this match has that that match, but this thing has story behind it, so mm-hmm. it like perked me up yeah. a second. Like, yeah, there's a yeah, oh, you this can is definitely a story sink part. your teeth into something. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the following match uh, was Dave Turner versus Gregory Iron versus Atticus Kogar. Mm-hmm. Um, Gregory Iron lost his gear, and he came out in some blue trunks and, or blue shorts. Short shorts at that. Yeah, very short. <laughs> Who wears um, short shorts? But, you know, he came into the ring and just kind of did this whole promo of, you know, I lost my shit, but daddy took care of me. And... He takes off his blue shorts and he's wearing uh, Effie's gear. Yeah, Effie's tights. Little daddy. <laughs> and he's like, "You can call me little daddy." And I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, you know, and Gregory Aaron, like, definitely his. You know, he's a veteran. He's he's been around for a while, um, and he has a unique style. But I think I don't know. I don't know why. But lately, like in the matches that I have seen him. And these are matches, obviously, where I see him live. I am enjoying his work. He feels more convincing to me now than before. Okay. Um, so, you know, I thought this was pretty good. And I, I like the, the comedy aspect of Little Daddy here. And, yep. uh, you know, he picks up the win on this one. Yeah, he wrestled the Warlord, right? Dave Turner looks like the Warlord. Do you know who the Warlord is? No. Okay. No, I don't. Can I, I bring look- up a picture of the Warlord or should I do yes. it after? No, Can let's, let's look for it. the Warlord. That, that was my only this, note from this uh, match. I, I think Gregory Irons is just such a veteran. He can excel in really any situation. But he really is a veteran. He's got a lot more years yeah. than a lot of people on that roster. Warlord WWF. This guy used to take steroid shots in the butt cheeks, according to the stories. This guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's doesn't that guy, back. doesn't Dave, was his name Dave Turner look like the Warlord? Yeah, I could see what you say that. It does, yeah. I couldn't get that out of my head during the match. 
Um, so that was your only note in this match. That was my only note in this match. Gregory uh, Iron wrestled the Warlord and someone else. And someone else. <laughs> uh, well, he picks up the win. Uh, followed that match was Eric Cannon versus B-Boy. These are two veterans. Two going bets? Yeah, two bets. And what I, uh, I pointed out here is like, B-Boy's music is pretty damn cool. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever noticed was that. Was that the or... Kumite song? Um, I don't know. I can't, I can't oh, yes, remember. Yes, I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. ever seen Bloodsport? Oh, we've talked about Yeah, this. we talked about Bloodsport, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, go watch Bloodsport, um, you the listener, if you haven't seen Bloodsport. And so here, the commentators, in this case, uh, Sterling Richards, he makes, uh, he drops some fun facts on B-Boy. Oh, let's hear these facts. facts Watch out, Nate Speckman. <laughs> uh, he's been wrestling over 20 years, has won over 40 titles. Yikes. That's 2002 a lot. and two, 2015 SoCal Wrestler of the Year, two-time PWG champion who decides on the socal rest just I, I don't know scu decide on that <laughs> SCU, no, I, I don't know who decides that but that's I really was, cool yeah and i'm not surprised because sterling knows his shit he knows his shit um this match had you know some respect spots my respect say. for you my respect for you as mm-hmm. pentagon my would say um but also had some comedy matches and i guess comedy matches comedy spots <laughs> in this match which you know involved uh both these guys kissing each other several times. Okay, I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> so Eric Cannon also a vet. Yeah, that, that these both of these guys are vets. And I guess when you just wrestle for a little so long, you just like well, let's just kiss each other and yeah, fuck it. That too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. I th- I think this is a pretty good match. Uh, Eric Cannon steals a win with a crucifix pin. It was a surprise pin at that i think a I lot saw of surprise yeah, yeah a lot of pins like that in this in this in show <laughs> a yep. lot probably too much <laughs> yeah probably too much because i noticed it so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah regardless i i enjoy the match um i i think one of the notes that i wrote here is like did clark mess up again because i don't know oh. if if it felt you know like that was the right finish but regardless it was fine okay you know we love clark yeah yeah I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I love Clark, Clark, but, you know, I like Clark with the glasses. Yeah, but I, that's not... It, yes, but it's not realistic to not... You're gonna yeah, get, those yeah. are going to fall off and get stepped on. That's true. That's true. Smart man, Clark. Or he could do, like, the goggles. Like, the <laughs> Horace, was, Horace Grant goggles. <laughs> the James great. Worthy goggles that are prescription. I'm not telling... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to pay for those, but... No, I think gonna, he, he, he probably has, you know... Some context, or he got laser oh, guy sure. surgery. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. all good. Yeah, I just missed the glasses. That's all. That would make him pretty like legendary, though, because you know he'd be like that would be like his red shoes thing. Yeah, he has like the goggles. Maybe they're like yellow goggles, and he's known as yellow gogs or <laughs> yellow something guy. instead of yeah. red. Yeah, we'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now uh, the freelance world tag team championships are on the line. Yeah. And this was a match that uh, in your episode with Mad Knicks prepping for this show, the this show, the fiftieth show for freelance. In your episodes, um, Knicks came out on the spot and said, "You know what's stronger than and and what's stronger and faster than a loc- locomotive? He's like a fucking spaceship." And I <laughs> love that line. I, like I laughed, but I'm like, "Fuck yeah, that's that's cool as hell." Yeah. And sure enough, uh, you know, it was Warhorsemen in this match versus the Space Pirates. And we have new champs. I did not think 
I did not think that they were going to do it. No offense to Space Pirates. I love them. I'm happy with the outcome. I'm not trying to be a narcissist smart right now. I just feel like the workhorsemen are so... Yeah, they, they went them, through the whole... They made them so roster. dominating mm-hmm. that you were just convinced they were just never going to falter. They were never going to falter. Um, some things about this match that I thought were cool is that usually like the workhorsemen matches, I feel like, drag on a little bit. And this, okay. to me, just felt like... I was never at the. It was never at that point when I was watching it where it was like, "Is this match taking too long?" That like never crossed my mind. It was just like impact, well, it, it impact, impact, yeah, left, right, left, right. I mean, so it, it didn't even like give us compressed. room for entrances. Yeah, exactly. Like from the get go, like they just you know interrupted the entrances and they went all over the place. Like as a fan, you never lost your train of thought and yeah. you focused on something else. You were always glued on on the match. If anything, you were wondering where they're going next. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was a huge pop when Space Monkey kicked out of the James Drake moonsault. Yeah, after they hit all their, their greatest hits. like Which is cool because you beat a mm-hmm. bunch of people with the moonsault and then Space Monkey finally kicks out of it and that causes that Yeah, huge pop. But yeah, I didn't like how... And I thought this was kind of like a theme during the match. The, mat, the whole show was three hours long. That to me, at least on the tape, mm-hmm. that to me... Right. There's probably an intermission in there. Yeah, I skipped yeah. through that, but I don't know if they did a match in intermission. I don't think they did. I don't think they did this one. But um, that to me feels like a pretty short freelance show, which I really like. I don't know. Does that feel right to you? Like everyone seemed to be kind of just like doing their matches, and I never got the sense mm-hmm. of like, is this one going to wrap up? I don't know. It seemed to be like everyone kind of like compressed their matches, and they all turned out like pretty good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you, you're right about that. Um, you know, I tried thinking back on that because I think uh, at some point we we talked about this being a three hour show and not feeling like it went a little extra long. I tried to think back about you know because I was there, but I, there's been so much wrestling that I don't exactly remember the feeling that I got at the end of that show. Okay. Um, but yeah, it felt like all the matches were like kind of like it, it gave us that kind of like smooth roller coaster, right? Where you're doing your ups and downs and you're not waiting for that big drop like it was just I, I think it flowed really well yeah it was one of the better cadence like shows right because yeah we'll, we'll come across shows where it's like well we didn't really need that match yeah yeah but, yeah, yeah you know you kind of overlook it because the show's so good or whatever and but the match is usually this, good too yeah but it's just like a war of attrition thing yeah i can yeah. only keep my attention especially when i'm we're downing modellos for like so long exactly yeah <laughs> Um, We're only human. Right. So in this upcoming match, it's Effie. Effie and Project Monix, uh, they came out with Alex Olsen. Um, I can't versus I can the Elliot. Alien. Jesus. And I wrote this. I can the Elliot. You wrote it. And Elliot. I say as Velasquez. Right. That was just a mispronunciation. You didn't yes. spell anything wrong, though. Right. Um, but yeah, like, so uh, they were going by Project Daddy. Project Daddy. I had suggested take my F in hand. Yeah, F and yeah, yeah, F for Effie. F in hand. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, you know, Project Daddy's short. Project Daddy's yeah, to the point. Yeah. Um, what is Daddy's D A D D? Welcome to a project. Oh yeah. A D D Y. Yeah. We still don't know what Monarch stands for. Right. He said it stands for something. At some point, we'll find out. At some point. We need to get them on, like, soon. We did think of some ideas, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll run it by them. We'll run it by them. Uh, so this match, uh, they, we had a run-in before the match even started. Yeah. 
um, got interrupted by the cronies. Yeah, the the freelance academy students, freelance the top two students. freelance academy students Whoa. according to uh, Sterling. So uh, can't look past that, uh, and I'm glad. Like I see these guys working hard. You know, like I see them at you know different shows. You know, taking down the ring, putting up the ring. Okay. And it's it's kind of cool for them to get a a chance at this and be the cronies for what seems to be Isaiah's. I think that's. I mean, even though in this case he was eye candy and Isaiah's. Yeah. Seems like Isaiah's kind of the leader of the pack there. Yep. Uh, Monox is using the Buddy Murphy spear a lot now. That like oh, spear that, where he kind of flips. The roll. Roll like through. He, he rolls through, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just an observation. Uh, but this was another roll of victory. Yep. Another roll. Isaiah's, when I saw this, yeah. this finish. This is like a straight like, schoolboy. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, like, hmm, I've seen too many of these already. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, let's see here. This is a lot of like, they were doing like the... When it's a babyface doing it, it's a surprise. When it's a heel doing it, it's a dirty tactic. Right. Right. Um, another fun fact here is that the uh, in the past three months, Project Monix has been pinned by Isaiah's. Wow. Uh, okay, so I'll rephrase that. In the past three months, Isaiah's uh, has pinned Project Monix two times. Okay. The so, other time was a Rumble elimination? Or no? Or was that four months yeah. ago? Um, I don't know. It could have been. Yeah, I'm not sure. But that okay. was just the stat from. So Isaiah is just book. continuing to. Yeah, he's uh, healing it up, but he came back to his as uh, James from uh, Freelance Underground told us. He came back to his original music. Okay. Um, so it still feels a little weird to know that Isaiah is a heel with that music. Okay. Um, but you know, it's cool. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Excuse Following me. that, you remember? I did. Okay, we, we all we all heard it. It's because it's from the Michael of Ultra. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Corbin has an open challenge, and you know Becky calling Becky. Fuck me! Look at this. The man we, Becky Lynch was here. Becky Lynch was in this show. How many Michael did you also, have before I got here, <laughs> bro? This is my only one for the day. Okay. Uh, no, but Bucky Collins answers the challenge. Uh, finger poke doom. Corbin takes the win. Then uh, yeah. Kenny Sutra comes out, and he's disgusted by this. He doesn't need. Uh, he fabes the whole crowd. Yeah, that he's. No, I'm not. I'm not part of the taking. He's home a strong, anymore. independent wrestler. Yep. And he doesn't need affection. Yep. Um, but sure enough, Corbin performs the softest, slowest ginger snap <laughs> on Kenny Sutra for the win. It was the three S's: soft, slow, and safe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, let's see. Charlie called this on the preview with Knicks. What does that mean, Charlie? Yeah, I did call that it was going to. Oh, so Sugar Dunkerton then ends up finally answering the challenge. Darren Corbin's on the challenge. You can go back. You can time. You can look at the timestamp. <laughs> you can go back. I had no insider knowledge. You can no listen to that. Knowledge. It made sense. Who's going to show up at the fiftieth show? A freelance original. I'm assuming he's an original. Whatever you want to classify. The chants were, you know, Sugar's freelance. So. Freelance, regular, yeah. And 50th show, he, there's history there with Corbin. Mm-hmm. Because he's the one that put him out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's the one who sent him home, sent him, or sent him back into a different country. And I always see Sugar like, having success in wrestling over there. Um, and I called it, so 
I'm just gonna. The streak continues. The streak continues. Okay. Well, yeah. Suge D came back. Came back home. The crowd went crazy. It was a great feeling being there and, and just hearing the pop and feeling everybody that was so happy to see Suge D back. Um, even though he, you know, does not come out on top, Corbin picks up the win with the help of his cronies as well. Yep. Um, so I th- what I would have done. Okay, that sounds terrible. I think what they what would have made the surprise entrance a little cooler is because he has his Shugdi song songs start so slow at the beginning, mm-hmm. and like I knew I recognized that song. Yeah. And then when he came out of the curtain, there was the huge surprise pop. So like some people then kind of re- recognized it was Shugdi. Yeah. But for the people who knew that song and knew it was Shugdi, they maybe should have just cut to that like to that hype up. Yeah, sound, to the yeah. hype up part, and then I would have been like. Boom. Yeah. Like it would have like those ten seconds where I was like, "Oh, this is Shug D, right?" And then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, just made this would have made the surprise a little cooler. But I was still like happy. Yeah, yeah man, it was it was a good feeling to see him yeah. back. I don't know what this means. I don't know if that means that he just happened to do this one. He pro- yeah, he's probably just around. Uh, well, I think. I think I think shortly after that, like there were some. I remember having a conversation with somebody who was filling me in, like. That there were some tweets from him where he's like he's was gonna step away a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I think I might be missed his promo at the end because I was watching the show and like at the end of the match, if I don't think there's anything happening, I'll like skip mm-hmm. to the next one. Oh, at the end, he's just kind of like you know, uh, kind of thanking the freelance crowd and okay. how it feels like home, and he he needed this because he had a you know he had been having some hard times, but oh, okay. this is why he's wrestling and all that stuff. So it was a good feel promo. That's awesome. Um, so whatever he's doing, hope hope he's doing well. He brings a lot of joy whenever he shows up at Freelance. Yeah. Um, Mark Wheeler versus Ricky Shane Page. Yeah, so Ricky Shane Page ended up picking up the victory here. There was, did you notice that there, when you watch it on IWTV, mm-hmm. there's a promo by Ethan Page before the Oh, at the, the beginning, show. before the show, yeah. And he's, he's, he's in front of an impact sign. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and he, uh, he suggests... Putting two number one or two Ricky Page is a number one contender and Swaggle has called out Ethan Page. Right. So they were gonna put them together at I wanna believe into a triple threat number one contender and match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, and the the announcers kept saying that to remind us that this was gonna happen. Ricky Page, Swaggle, and Ethan Page in a triple threat. Yeah. So uh, that should that should have some fun spots. I think there. it could be good. Yeah. yeah. They could I mean, they could work in Swaggle into like these three man spots in crazy and crazy ways and yeah. stuff. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that should be fun. Yeah. Um, and the main event was the I Quit match, GPA versus Craig Mitchell. And versus guess who Craig. quit again? Our boy. Hashtag beat up GPA. GP Izzle. Um, can I just talk about the ending of this match? Yeah, because I thought it was great. Here's here's okay. So I love the ending of this match because mm-hmm. it was like strategy and psychology. Mm-hmm. If like if you GPA was threatened by a crazy man because Craig and GPA were wrestling everywhere, and then they ripped up the board. They ripped up the mat, the tarp, the yeah. mat. Mm-hmm. They were doing all these spots. There was like a ton of spots on the wood too. I yeah. thought they were gonna do one spot on the wood. Yeah, it was like five it spots. It kept on the happening. Wood. I was like, oh shit. Just kept happening. And then they brought out the gasoline can uh-huh. with gas in it. And Craig just snaps. So GPA is just pouring 
gasoline on Craig, and Craig is like, you're going to have to light me on fire, light me on fire. Mm-hmm. GPA goes to get the matches. Craig attacks him. Craig then is just on Sam, the referee, on himself, on GPA, is just pouring gasoline everywhere. And, like, what a creative and innovative way to psych. He, like, psyched out GPA. Psych out your opponent. Mm-hmm. I'm insane. We're going to burn people alive in this place. Imagine running out of the Logan Square Auditorium <laughs> when it's on fire, down those steps. That's oh, Trample yeah. City. That's yeah. a stand. That is Mufasa in the gorge, <laughs> in the okay. whatever it's called, like, mm-hmm. dead. So it's scary to think about that site. But I think it makes, like... Com- it's a different. It's just a completely different spin on beating your opponent in an I Quit match. Psych them out and trick them into thinking you're going to do something crazy. Yeah, for sure. I loved it. Uh, and you know, he definitely made GPA quit. I think Mick Foley watched this match because he used those tactics at Warrior Wrestling against Frank the Clown. Did he? Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that on an upcoming episode with Steve. Yep. Um, but yeah, and knowing that these guys were going to you know wrestle against each other. The next night, I'm like, they just put their bodies through fucking, you know, the, the the hardwood surface of that ring. Yeah. And not to mention all the other crazy shit that they did in that match. Yeah. Um, and I believe uh, Craig's challenge was a death match for the next day, as if that wasn't enough. Right. Um, and we're going to talk about that show with... The owners of Freelance Underground, and also talk about their next coming shows com- com- coming up. So we'll we'll talk about that in the future. But what to me, to, so the gasoline ended up just being water, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, what would have been like here's like a, a kind of like cool or creative idea. So when you have gasoline and you're pouring it everywhere, what's the first thing that like you smell it? You smell it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and I kind of like the smell of gasoline. Like when I'm at a gas station, I will huff in the fumes of gasoline. And that probably okay. explains a lot. Um, but I think gasoline, I kind of like the smell of gasoline. Mm-hmm. So when they were doing that, I feel like there should have been like someone in the crowd or maybe someone under the ring that just like sprayed a little gasoline. Sprayed a little gasoline. <laughs> someone in the balcony. Swaggle like, should have came from under the ring, just kind of sprayed a little Yeah, bit. just like perfumed it everywhere. <laughs> that um, would have like fooled the shit out of the crowd, I think. Yeah, yeah. If you. I'm sure it's a fire cons- hazard, but. Sure, yeah, I'm sure it is a fire hazard. But if you can, if you could have somehow faved the crowd with a mm-hmm. gasoline smell, then it would have been like shit. Because everyone yeah. was probably like, it's probably not gasoline, but. Or just use gasoline in the match. Or just use gasoline in the match. Because they didn't like throw it in their mouths or their eyes, did they? Well, I mean, I'm sure there was a danger of that. Like, that could happen. But also, yeah. you don't want to stain that beautiful uh, freelance logo tarp. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I I sound like a needy <laughs> fan right now. But I think it would have been but really think, cool. You know, like, half of the it crowd is been, drunk already. So they believe there was, <laughs> was okay. gasoline. It would have been, like, a great fave on the crowd. Yeah, like no, for sure. I, I get that. Because yeah. that did cross my mind. I'm like, okay, if this was gas, like, you would smell you it. You would smell it, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it on the mm-hmm. video. I was like, I wonder if these people can smell the gasoline. And then he's like, it's water, you dumbass. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So that was, uh, we said this already. Like, it was a good show and it was pretty smooth. Like, it didn't feel like it, it dragged for too long. So that that was cool. Um, yeah, and that was we, like my favorite part about watching it was I was like, oh, this is, we're already here. Oh, when you were watching it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was watching it at work today. Yeah. Don't tell my boss. Hey, that's why I have a third monitor. 
Um, so and a third leg. Um, I want to believe. What do you want to believe, Charlie? I want to believe that Jordan Grace, Jody Fleisch is on the next show. Thunder Rosa, Jordan, Jordan Grace versus Thunder Rosa. Let's talk about that for a second. That's crazy. That's great. That's crazy. That's great. That's it. That's all you got for me. That's crazy. That, That's great. Yeah. Well, so I'm looking up the date. Yeah, you haven't mentioned. <laughs> I, I said date. it. Though. I said it at the beginning. September twentieth. We got to remind people. All September twentieth. Right, it's Friday, September twentieth. Friday, September twentieth. I want to believe. Jordan Grace versus Thunder Rosa. That is a match. I don't know if that was. I don't ever know if that before. has ever happened before either. That's a match and a half. The Take It Home Records versus Eric Cannon and two mystery opponents. Whoa. Mm, okay. That could be wacky, wacky, wild. Uh, Project Monix versus Carlos Romo. I'm unsure who that is. I, I don't know. He looks like he's wearing like a purple spacesuit in the in the photo. I'm gonna retweet that. I'm gonna retweet this. And Space Pirates defending their freelance world tag team champions against the Sea Stars. Okay. Who are sisters. Mm-hmm. Which someone reminded me that's why they're called the Sea Stars. And I was like, oh shit. That makes way too much sense. Which they're also wrestling the following day. They're also wrestling. The f- yeah, we'll talk about that match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be all that's in. Oh, the, so- the triple. Th- oh, no, the triple threat. That's right, the triple threat. Ethan Page, Ricky Saint Page, Hornswoggle. Mm-hmm. Um, a all-women's freelance scramble. Yes, that's the only one I knew about. And I think that's super cool. Because, so I'm going to mention this here. Um, I was listening to uh, Niger Demographic. And, you know, they'll sometimes go to freelance shows or not. And the last freelance show that uh, I believe Aaron went to, um, she's like, you know, it's a good atmosphere and everything, but... You know, they, they are now that Kylie's gone, it feels like the women representation is lacking there as well. Great point. So she makes Fantastic a good point there. Point. And without, you know, us saying anything or me saying anything, you know, I see this that now the scramble is a woman's scramble. I think that's great. Yeah, man. And like, the- you got you gotta you know, you gotta provide different things in the buffet line and and you know, I think you can't overlook these women. Can you name all seven that are on there? Yeah, I can. Jody Threat. Um, Elena Black, Lainey Luck, Team Lainey Unicorns. Luck. Yeah, um, that is uh, that's our favorite pick, obviously. Uh, Misa Kate, who's been wrestling with Zello, Kara uh, Noya, Blair Onyx. So what's cool too is like I've seen some of these. Um, once again, not that like anyone was mutually exclusive, but I know I've seen some of these women wrestle for uh, Kaiju. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaiju is no longer. Or it has stopped or, or, or taken a break. I'm not sure, but whatever. And um, now they're, like, almost reloading oh, women's divisions everywhere in Chicago with, like, showing up at Zello, and now they're in freelance wrestling. And, like, yeah, this is much needed. I mean, this is a whole division, plus, like, mm-hmm. anyone else you bring in that's yeah. just, like, uh, featured talent somewhere else. Thunder, yeah, we didn't mention Thunder Rosa and Jordan Grace. I mean, it's been a while since there's been two women's matches on a card. I don't know if yeah. there were any women on the last show that we just talked about, were there? Uh, well, oh, it was the, Elena Black. Elena Black, the, the Elena and Black she didn't spot. wrestle. She yeah. was just part of, which is fine, but you definitely want to yeah. keep that momentum going of, you know, providing different, you know, different types of matches, different talent. Yeah. And definitely freelance noticed that. And, and it's pretty cool that they're doing this uh, seven women scramble. It's awesome. I'm actually really pumped for it. Um, I think that's it. 
That's all that's been announced. I'm just continuing to scroll. And as it usually happens, as we drop this episode, I'm sure Nix will just go crazy and start posting all these matches. Oh, th- that's what he did tonight, actually. Uh, there's a couple more. I think they announced the whole card tonight. The rest okay. of the This is the whole card, maybe. Uh, for open I, I Candy Elliot Freelance Legacy Championship Open Challenge. All right, Gringo. This all is right, your Gringo. Shot, that's it. That, that's, we're calling Gringo Loco for that one. Jody. J- oh, Joey Fleisch. Not, I thought his name was Jody Fleisch. Jody wow. Flash for versus Isaiah Velasquez. Okay. So they split Isaiah and Monix a little bit, but they might there might be some extracurricular activity there. I don't see Effie on the card, although I'm really glad that he was around like the last three months. For sure. I think that's a that's the whole card. There might be some following following versus N-word stuff shenanigans happening. But yeah, that seems to be like all the stories kind of continuing. And yeah, uh, uh, just face value. I'm more excited for this card than get get over die trying. Just like okay. some of the matches kind of yeah. Exci- the matches are interesting. Excite me yeah. a little bit more face value. And I think uh, you know there there are a lot of follow ups to within storylines of what happened pre- the previous right. Month. So sorry. I just... Um, I I have to ask, will you be there? Friday, September twentieth. You gotta will, check your calendar. Will I be there? Do you want me to check right now and give you an answer? No, I mean, I mean, people are wondering, you know. I, you know, I take it as a compliment. Absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. People, people miss me. Man, I mean, before okay. we know, we're gonna have t-shirts. Some people Hashtag in this community, Charlie. Some people in this community <laughs> like me. Some people in this community hate me. I'm the Marty Janetti of the group. We've established this. Um, I think right now I'm open. Okay, because I know uh, you Don't are hold not your able to make it for the following day, right? Saturday. Yeah, I'm not able to make it to Game of Genders, which I'm super pissed about because I have an engagement party. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see what we can do, and I mean I don't know if they have because this seems to be a one off, and not you know a full thing like that's gonna keep. It's a joint show. It's a joint show, and it's being led by Tony Nas. Yes. Um, Which is. Which I think cool. it's great, yeah. yeah. Like, and he's bringing great wrestling idea. to a, a side of town in Frankfurt that ha- I don't think they've had a show in a while. So, um, you know, hopefully there'll be some video so, you know, some of the fans can enjoy some of those very unique matches on YouTube at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, uh, did you ask Tony if there's a way we can watch it? Uh, no, is it streaming, I, or is the way we can watch it after? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know about streaming, um, but I'll definitely talk to him, and if not, I'll offer my services to kind of put a hard cam somewhere. Okay. Like I, I have the tripod, I have the camera. Okay. So if he's, I didn't know you were in that business. Look, I'm a, I we do need a lot to tell Polish Rob to watch, <laughs> watch the f out. Oh, all right. So let's segue a little bit into this. Uh, did you see the Polish Rob video? For Not yet. AEW's JLMT. I didn't, I didn't watch it yet. Is it good? It's uh, 26 minutes, 26, 28 minutes. Wait, that was a bad uh, question. It's probably good. It's How good is it? It's fucking good, yeah. Okay. It's fucking good. good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the quality. So I've most, most of his videos I've watched on my phone. Sure. But I put it on my TV, and it just feels like I'm in the movie theater, bro. Like, I'm watching a legit movie. Okay. Like, if I'm sitting on my couch watching this on a what 60 inch screen or whatever right yeah now. like the quality and everything just like it, it's it looks great like, okay shout out to rob you can't thank him enough for the shit that he's doing over there i mean you know i should watch that on my lunch tomorrow hashtag polish rob videos on lunch yes yes 
When's Push Paco coming out? I can't I, wait I for know. that one. I don't know. I mean, we have to plan a release and, you know. and Let's have a release party for it. Yeah. I'm going to text Trent. By the way, texting. speaking of texting Trent, I texted him on September 5th. Are you giving a prize for the most accurate JMLT oh, yep. bracket? Because I'm confident I won. He goes, you've won a Danny Daniels signed AEW poster. God I don't damn know, it. I don't know if that's sarcastic <laughs> or not. I go, awesome. Can it. I claim my prize at the next AEW show I attend? Which is what? When it, you know, Shit. Well, they got like go six to months to get so, ready. Yeah, six months to get that poster. Uh, and he said, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. We'll see if that happens. Um, Game of Genders card. Yes. This happens the following day. From September 21st. Sub, yeah, September 21st. It was right, 20 and then 21. Mm-hmm. Right, that's how. That's how it works. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Friday, then Saturday. Uh, GPA versus Sierra, Evil Sierra, um, who Chicagoland has seen a little bit, but not as like regularly. And she she wrestled Lainey Luck in that uh, uh, that dark AEW. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that called? Uh, a fight for the future? Yeah, I was on fight for the fallen. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, Thunder Rosa versus Bryce Benjamin. That's going to be a clinic. The Sea Stars versus the Four Star Heroes. A lot of stars in that match. Get it? A lot of stars. Uh, so that, that means that uh, Castro's uh, shoulder is doing much better. I hope so. So, um, Roy Flash Gordon versus Elena Black. Gordon. That's what it says, dude. Gordon? Flash yeah, Gordon? It does say Gordon, but <laughs> he uses an A. Do people use A? Is that oh. how you spell Gordon? Shit, I don't know. I, I, I might have been. But. I might have been saying so, that wrong. So this is Flash versus Lainey? No. Elena Black. Elena, yeah. Where's Lainey? Is she, Where's Lainey? She might be booked somewhere. I feel like she should be on this card. Maybe not. Um, I'll save that one for last. Uh, Storm Graces versus Blair Onyx. Hyan versus Tony Nas. Okay. It's cool that they're like mostly singles matches too. I just kind of like that. I don't know. Um, Shotzi Blackheart versus The Definition, Isaiah Velasquez. Ooh, and I like that. Jordan Grace versus Craig Mitchell in a fucking bully brawl where someone is going to get hurt. Pound for pound. Like a fan might get hurt or something. Shit. Shit. That's, the, yeah. I, and, and I think uh, I pointed this out. I don't know if I mentioned it in the last pod or I was talking to you, but... Um, all of these matches have never happened before. So yes. I think that's that's a good... It's good, it's cool, it's innovative, and shout out to Nas for taking a chance. Shout out. Shout out and a burp. Shout out and a burp from my, my Michael O'Belter. <laughs> no, I'm, it's like a show I'm really pissed I'm missing. It feels like NXT Chicago all over, huh? Bro, let's not talk about that day. <laughs> Yeah, that was the end of DIY. Yep. Sad day. Sad day. Uh, I was sad I didn't get to go to Evolve when Ciampa was here. I want to see that. See that Evolve yeah, show at Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know. There's... I would have thought about going and then didn't go, but said I wanted mm-hmm. to go. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a lot of wrestling. I I'm can't, a, you know. A, just being honest. Um, but I, I, we love Ciampa. Yes, for Collectively, sure. Collectively, that like might be our collective favorite, like you and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we went to a lot of AEW shows where he he yeah. was there, and he was definitely a fan favorite there. So. Yeah. Um, and I think that wraps us up. Unless we got anything else. No. No. 
No, we'll talk about the upcoming Freelance Underground announced some shows, and we'll we'll hit them up soon, and we'll talk about those. That's October 26th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Halloween-themed show, Ding Dong Ditch, and then there's a White Castle-themed show. Yeah. Which... (laughs) Which no White Castles will be served. I think Nancy said that, right? She's like, yeah. oh, why? dude, Nancy tweets crack my shit, shit up. I love... Nancy's a great follow on Twitter. But yeah. um, she's like... Dead Man Punk? That, yeah, Dead Man Punk. She's like, are there going to be sliders served at this? And it's like... I, I this mean, is a fantastic question. I think everyone yeah. thought of that. Yeah. I mean, you would think so for Cello as well, because they were being sponsored by We White could Castle. save the day, dude. If we could roll in with Crave Cases, we could save the day. Just like we roll in with the Taco Bell Party Pack. <laughs> that's true yeah hey you might if you go to the show you might get a slider from two heels and face yeah maybe maybe who knows you'll get a slider from chris because i won't be there <laughs> i was gonna say well then again it could just be me yeah uh but well, people like you better anyway so you're sean michael so look that doesn't happen every day so i'll take the win <laughs> uh but all right but so you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Two Heels and a Face. You can visit our website, twoheelsandaface.com. You can get some Two Heels and a Face merch at prowrestlingtees.com uh, slash Two Heels and a Face. You can go to watermaneuver.net and search for Two Heels and a Face, and you can buy your baby a onesie or yeah. get your female cut. Hook that there. baby up. Yeah, for sure. Put some clothes on that, that <laughs> spanking new bottom. <laughs> All right. Well, Charlie, where <laughs> can they find our previous episodes? I've only had one Michael up, I promise. <laughs> um, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify next week. We have to get Spotify. I haven't even put it on the task list. Not that I'd like... Yeah, no. I mean, we, we have to. Because a lot of people have... Like, I think during Warrior and people that I've talked to, like, are you guys... That's the first question. Are you on Spotify? That's what I, people ask? Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know that Spotify was that big on podcast like i know they made a big push for it i guess people are just but, always on it but yeah like people are always on it and not everybody has an iphone and we suck you know it, we're, we're trying man we're trying yeah, we're trying um yeah i guess we could do that then you're making me want to do it yeah well i i started looking into it and then other shit got in the way so yeah we'll, we'll get there next week next week next week um anything else hashtag push Paco. hashtag beat up gpa hashtag beat up gpa Hashtag Taco Bell. Hashtag Rap Videos During Lunch.